Welcome, good people, to the penthouse suite. It is yours truly, Mr. Real Live. Hey, man, I'm just out here enjoying life, listening to the birds sing, watching the clouds roll overhead. I am outside, so you will hear some outside noise. Pardon me, please. But, um, yeah, man, once again, we're here. <clears throat> if, you, if any of you have heard my trailer, you know, I said I was going to talk about business and entrepreneurship. But I just had an epiphany. I was listening to one of my older um, podcast episodes, and I spoke about education uh, at a historically black institution. And uh, I've spoken about education at historically black institutions a few times now. But I believe today I'm going to go in depth. Porting these loud trucks passing by me. You know, I, 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 I'm not in the studio as of yet, but hey, we here. But as I always tell you all, today I am uh, partaking in a, a Particles Black Label 1845 cigar. Um, it's still luxurious. It's still one of my favorites. And enjoy. Enjoy. So... I'm pretty sure there's an ad coming in about 30 to 15 seconds, so feel free to listen to some more of my voice. This is the Penthouse Suite with Mr. Real Live. You know somebody? Well, we're back, and <clears throat> pardon me. Um, the topic of the moment right now is uh, higher institutions of higher learning and that of the historically black institution of higher learning. I attended the illustrious Prairie Review A&M University in Prairie Review, Texas. And uh, recently I was back on campus for our homecoming. And uh, I brought a friend of mine for the first time so she could uh, experience that, that is the, the, um, the pageantry and the beauty and the regal of Prairie View's homecoming, of HBCU homecoming as a whole. And I, I, I brought her through the student center and I allowed her to see all of the different, all of the mini booths, you know, the, 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 the tailgate area, uh, tent city as we call it. Um, and I really got her to, to, to really experience that that is the, the, the historically black institution in HBCU. Uh, she did buy some Prairie View gear. Uh, my Prairie View gear, Educated Hooligans, will be coming soon uh, along with nine other institutions and more will come later. Um, let's talk about it. So, life on a college campus and um, the narratives or the misnomers or the stereotypes of historically black institutions. Are these uh, stereotypes or are these opinions real or fake? I'm gonna get off into that. Uh, I went to Prairie View, I started at Prairie View in uh, summer of 2002. I was in the access program. And the access program was a program that bridged the gap from uh, high school to college. And it also got us ready for the uh, 
Texas assessment. Whatever it's called, it was called a task test at the time, and that test was for um, college entrance, the Texas State College entrance. I was I was in the uh, I was in that program, and it was really a bridge that got me from high school to college and i do thank the good people at access because access really got me into waking up early uh being at the the, the dining hall at the alumni hall at a certain time and being in your class at a certain time and going from here to there you know and, and really getting uh, acclimated to the college life um black college black colleges tend to be like a, a family affair right we treat each other for the most part like family the good the bad and the ugly um there are some ups there are some downs uh that is the same that goes with any institution but for some odd reason, you know, people tend to to place HBCUs in this box of they either we party too much, our um, degrees don't hold the weight of some of the uh, PWI counterparts. Uh, we don't get the same education as a PWI, and that easily is false. That easily is false. Um, I have a cousin who should be in town tomorrow. This young lady got an engineering degree at Prairie View. Prairie View has one of the best engineering departments in the state of Texas. Amongst any institution, University of Texas, Texas A&M, Texas Christian, University of Houston, Lamar, Texas Tech, um, uh, 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 Wiley, like these are the colleges that Purview is up against, you know, and the engineering department at Purview, along with the crown jewel of Purview, which is the nursing department, both some of the best uh, um, degree programs in the nation, let alone the state of Texas. So. You know, yeah, you're talking about your school. What about other HBCUs? Southern has a wonderful, from what I've heard, uh, medical program in, uh, as far as nursing. Um, um, I'll see when I all corner what I'll lay offer. But let's not get it twisted, man. Most of your doctors, most of your dentists come from, most of your black doctors and dentists come from historically black institutions. You know, um, Texas Southern University boasts one of the best pharmaceutical programs in, in, in America, as well as it's home to, uh, Texas Southern is also home to, pardon me, the Thurgood Marshall School of Business. This school is so prestigious that University of Houston attempted to take it from uh, uh, Texas Southern after, they, after Texas Southern would not sell the institution to University of Houston. So what we not go do is we are not going to ever downplay historically black institutions because just because people don't view 
these institutions as they view the University of Texas, Ohio State, uh, Louisiana State University, um, um, a lot of these schools. Just because you don't view us as that does not mean that these historically black institutions are not producing uh, world-class students. The only reason why any of you probably go to these athletic departments if we really, really are being honest. Tell me what Alabama is good at besides football. Tell me what besides football and uh, scandal, besides football and scandal and uh, film. UCLA has a pretty good medical program. What about Oregon besides being a Nike school? You know, tell me what these other schools are like what do they excel at? You know, I'm not trying to talk down on none of these institutions, but a lot of people run to these colleges simply because of their athletic departments. Be honest. If, if our colleges were on television more and they had more exposure, more positive exposure, how many of you would go there instead? The NFL just made 100 years this year and the nfl released this 100 top 100 all-time team many of the players that are in the top 100 of all time most of those uh individuals went to historically black institutions mississippi valley state jackson state prairie view shout out ken houston you know uh, 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 Tariq Cohen right now, NCAT, uh, Darius Leonard, I believe, and if he and if he did not go to the school, please don't shoot me, y'all. I don't know. I'm not for sure. I just know he went to HBCU, but I want to say he went to Norfolk State, you know, Lyndon Trail, Norfolk State. You feel me? And Darius Leonard is the reigning defensive rookie of the year, if I remember correctly. You know, so let's not shun these these institutions you know in athletics as well now granted the top player now has its choice they can go to uh, uh alabama they can go to um kentucky for basketball north carolina for basketball ut for football you know uh, they can go to all these schools and now be standouts in in athletics what if these same students uh, uh, took their talents and took their abilities to historically black colleges? Tell me that they wouldn't raise more money, number one. They wouldn't have more notoriety, number two. And they wouldn't be uh, uh, more, more populated. Don't worry, I'll wait. If, if the SWAC had a, 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 a SWAC network, and we were, uh, and, and, and that network was funded by, uh, or was powered by ESPN, which is powered by Disney. You mean to tell me, um, um, Dewanye Tucker wouldn't be seen more? You mean to tell me the Bayou Classic wouldn't be bigger than what it is? Yeah, the Bayou Classic is on NBC, but who watches NBC anymore? I mean, let's be clear. Notre Dame is on NBC too, but do we really watch Notre Dame? I'm just saying. So, 
let's 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 get rid of this narrative of historically black institutions not being let's get rid of this notion that historically black institutions are not relevant or not uh or or, or not um uh a powerful tool in that of the United States of America or in the black America black America even shun themselves to historically black colleges look at how many kids are in these schools in the south mind you howling about they go to a uh, Mississippi State or uh, uh, University of La uh, Louisiana Lafayette and they talk about their HBCU that's a slap in the face man you turn your nose up to the HBCU, but then you go to your own PWI and scream, oh, we're at an HBCU. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. Or you say, yeah, um, my degree not going to carry the same weight it would if I went to A&M. Yeah, people at A&M, the niggas at A&M don't even like you. I despise Texas A&M. Why do I despise Texas A&M? And I said it in one of my uh, shows before, and I'm going to say it again. On Martin Luther King Day, they have nigger parties. You heard me? Where they go to some frat house, they dress up in blackface, and they laugh and they joke about you, but y'all running up there giving them money. They just start allowing black people to be in there, oh my God, we're in the Army Corps, the corpse or whatever they call it. That's not for us, man. And I'm not even all, I'm not even just the biggest pro-black person. But what y'all not gonna do is y'all not gonna go to these PWIs and holler about this is my HBCU. If you wanted to go to HBCU, you should have went to one, but you didn't want to go. But you see all your friends and your cousins and your classmates who go in there and being successful, mind you, taking that same degree that you turn your nose up to, and they getting um, exceptional jobs, or they creating their own platforms. You heard me? Let's talk about that. But then you hollering by, man, it's so hard for me to get out of, it's so hard for me to uh, get a job in my field. How about this? <laughs> Go to an HBCU for grad school and watch how you get a job in your field. Because you will be better prepared in your field. Because so many of y'all think, oh, I go to this school or I go to that school, somebody go hire me. Yeah, baby, it don't get down like that. It don't get down like that. It ain't that easy, huh? Tell that to all the people that went to these colleges and still don't have a job in their respective fields and have to resort to teaching, especially if you didn't want to become a teacher. Do we party a lot at HBCUs? Yes, we do. <laughs> Many of our colleges are not in major cities, so we have to find something to do with our time. Prairie View is on the plantation in the country in Walla County. From what I heard, Alcorn is not in Jackson or Hattiesburg. You know, it ain't one of those big uh, towns. Grambling is in Grambling. You know, uh, Bethune is in Daytona, but that's not Gainesville or, or Orlando or any of them places like that. You feel me? It's not Tallahassee or Miami. You feel me? We have to make do with what we have to make do with. But I tell you this. Put your degree, put your knowledge and understanding against their knowledge and understanding. Tell me who better. Big facts. Big facts. And it ain't no disrespect to nobody. What it is, is we have to stop, we have to acknowledge that the historically black college is 
actually a great institution. Do we have faults? Yes, we do. I'm not going to hold you. My mother was in college in the uh, mid-70s, the mid to late 70s. Financial aid at Prairie View was horrible. Financial aid at Prairie View is still horrible from what I hear. <laughs> I don't know what it is. They get people who don't know how to handle money. Yeah, it, it's true. It's true. Right? But that same, yeah, you might not get, yo, they might do you wrong now. But I tell you this, any one of your professors will treat you right. A black college, if you fail it, a black college go kick you out and say go home, get your mind right, and come back. The PWI go take your money and don't care if you pass or fail. But they go keep getting that money from you, though, until you can't get no more. And you got to go out on your own. It was a gift and a curse. It was a blessing and a downfall for me to get to flunk out of school. I don't mind telling people I flunked out. Now, when it happened, I, uh, it was embarrassing, but that was my fault. I did that to myself. You heard me? I did it to myself. So now I make sure I tell my family, my relatives, how not to do it like me. And my cousins are successful for the most part. Out of all my family, I believe none of us went to a PWI. No, I'm sorry. My, one of my cousins went to a PWI. He went to uh, Wichita, and then he backed out and came back home and went to um, Houston Baptist. Every other HBCUs, Houston Tillerson, Prairie View, and Dillard. Houston Tillerson, Prairie View, and Dillard. And then one of my other cousins, I'm sorry, one of my other cousins went to Sam Houston. Prairie View was in our lineage. You feel me? Most, most students, most family members who started out, grandparents, uncles, who started out and went to HBCU, chances are it's in your lineage. It's really a family vibe. And somebody that been through there, or somebody that's in your hometown that went to that college, your relative got them in and got them through. Big facts. Big facts. So, that's, you know, that's, that's that segment. You feel me? The next segment, we're going to talk about academia. You know, we're going to talk about the athletic, I mean, we're going to talk about the academic programs, and there's an ad coming right about now. Coming soon to a city near you, the smoothest, the coolest, the most debonair, the suavest, and yet the most sophisticated, cigar bar or lounge in the Southeast Texas area. That is LaBear's Fine Cigars. Again, LaBear's Fine Cigars coming soon to a city near you. Enjoy. And we are back. Shout out to the good people over at uh well, it's my brand, so let me stop playing. <laughs> Anywho, man. Next, we're going to talk about education in the black college, right? When I went to, when I when I attended Prairie View, um, I started out as a music major. 
And I'm gonna tell y'all why I'm getting ready to say this and how it's gonna lead up to where I'm going. When I was in when I was in um in, in high school, middle school and high school, I sang in a choir. Um I liked band. In the sixth grade I was in a band, played the trumpet, hated it. My daddy played the trumpet, he was great, it wasn't for me. Um seventh and eighth grade I sang in the choir. Um and I loved it. Wonderful experience. Met a gang of different people, whatever. So then I went on to high school, my first year in high school, I marched in the band, I played the drum, uh, bass drum, it was cool. Um, and then my last three years, I, you know, got in a choir. Why do I say that? I, I thought, you know, I love music. You know, I am a musician, I love music. But when I got to college, that was the horse of a different color. You hear me? And what I learned about college, dealing with that situation, is college is not here to, air quotations, teach you anything. College is here to enhance what you have learned. If you know one plus one is one, if you know two times two is four, if you know one minus one equals zero, if you know that five divided by, I mean, two divided by uh, 10 equals five, it is going to build upon that college, right? College goal is to help you or to teach you how to think critically and how to problem solve in this, in this game that we call America. This is what college's goal is, is, is to be for. K through 12 is supposed to help mold your mind and kind of guide you where you would like to go in the future. And college is supposed to be the cherry on top of that. If you are undereducated K through 12, college may not be for you. If you like a challenge, you will love college. <laughs> right? So at the historically black level, in the, in the historically black college, most of those people, most of the professors really want to see the black student and the minority student succeed. They're going to go out of their way if you go out of your way. One of my professors told me, if you skip my class, I will speak to you. I will say, well, so we good, we cool, but I'm still going to fail you. Why do I say that? Because they will show all the love as long as you show the effort. Most times, the, the, the mentality of most of the professors and the administrators and the faculty is you come from your mom and daddy house, mama and daddy worked hard, don't come here and waste their money. Facts. When I had to go sit down with the vice president of Prairie View, she told me, you came here. She said, I'm not going to let you waste no more of your mom and your daddy money. She told me before she kicked me out, go back home, get a job, come back and graduate. It's real. She say, Mama, I know you crying. A lot of mamas done cried. A lot of mamas done sat, in my, uh, sat across from me. And I had to send their babies home too. These people are here to get you 
an exceptional job and an exceptional degree. This is why most kids that that graduate from HBCUs, they go back to grad school. Now, they they either go to another HBCU. A lot of them do go on to PWIs and excel in the master's program or the uh, PhD program. I have a friend of mine right now that's getting a PhD. Again, this woman ain't number 29, 28, 29, 30 years old. Another young lady who I dealt with, she just got her, I believe, a second master. I know she got a master, but I don't know if this is her first or second master. From Sam Houston. The moral of the story is... Academics is first on campus. Is it first with the student? Chances are it's not. Not until they get in it. And, me, and many people discover... College is not hard. People told us college was hard. College isn't hard. If you're a thinker and if you're a planner, college is easy. If if you're a visionary, college is easy. You just got to know how. You just got to plan and know how to do things, how to organize your life. You feel me? So, again, with saying that, with saying this, you cannot go into an HBCU is not for the faint of heart, Jack. It's not for the faint of heart. You gotta get in there. You gonna have to put in that effort. You got to put in that work. Some people is a grind. But you get in there, put in that time and that effort. It's gonna pay dividends. It's gonna pay big dividends for you in the end. And a lot of schools, a lot of HBCUs, because at the time they dealt, um, they, they opened beca- uh, on plantations or around plantations, or they dealt with slaves, many of the, um, of the HBCUs at that time were uh, agriculture and mechanical schools. Many slaves, many black people at that time worked with their hands. They were planting, they were uh, harvesting, they was picking cotton, they was, you know, building, um, 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 uh, guns and stuff like that They were doing that for the people So they took their knowledge and applied it to themselves And hence you get A historic, I mean a, um, an agricultural and mechanical institution Now schools are becoming uh, Agricultural and technology Well hence North Carolina A&T Shout out to A&T Shout out to NCAT Any of my listeners If y'all go to NCAT I need y'all to help me to uh, G-Ho Greatest homecoming. I need y'all to help me to G-Ho. Because I want to go to G-Ho. If it's not at the same time as uh, Prairie View Homecoming, I want to go to G-Ho and Howard Homecoming. I'm probably go to Southern and shout out and holler at my uh, little cousin, uh, Ashley. Shout out, Ashley. But nowadays, the way schools are more so gearing themselves towards STEM the, re- the way more programs are getting themselves towards STEM uh, technology, I mean STEM teaching, I would not be surprised if certain colleges change, kind of change their uh, curriculums to uh, uh, better suit more STEM classes, science, technology, uh, engineering, and, and, and mathematics. You know, again, Purview has an awesome engineering program. Um... A couple of other HBCUs I heard have wonderful engineering programs. Some of the better engineers are black and have come from black colleges. 
Let's let that marinate. Some of the better engineers have graduated from historically black institutions and they are black humans, men and women. Okay? Right. Why again am I saying this? Don't tell me ever again that if you go to Texas A&M and College Station that you're going to get a better engineering uh, uh, education than you would at Prairie View. I will slap you. I will slap the I will literally slap the spit out of you and I am non-violent and I'm non-confrontational. Stop it. Stop it. You feel me? Some of the better animal science uh, uh, um, students have come from Prairie View by way of a co-op education, and I will say this, by way of co-op education through Texas A&M, because Texas A&M actually has a wonderful agricultural as well as animal science um, uh, program. But then, too, they do co-op work the same through Prairie View, you know, and a lot of these schools have a lot of different degree plans, but a lot of these schools have a lot of different specialties. You know, mo- a lot of these schools in the South had wonderful nursing programs. A lot of these ladies were going, you know, at the time it was a lot of ladies and now there are a lot of men who are going to HBCUs for nursing. You know, Prairie View has always put out amazing nurses, as well as Southern. You know, because Southern is one that I've heard a lot of people discuss as well. But I can't really speak on any other colleges, but I can talk about PV because that's where I went. And I believe the top uh, programs at Prairie View are the nursing, of course, the engineering, of course, um... Architecture is really coming up at Prairie View. The business program is really coming up at PV. Um, man, first of all, sidebar, this cigar is amazing. You feel me? <laughs> this cigar is so cool. Like, yo, y'all need to get in a cigar game. Many of you are probably, because I'm going to release this at like 4 Central Standard Time, so 5 o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, yo, y'all need to get into the cigar game. Like for real. Listen to my podcast, light up a cigar, sit in traffic, and 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 listen to me tell you how amazing historically black colleges are. Hmm. But the top uh, I'm on the top I'm on the fifth one. Uh nursing nursing, engineering, business, architect, and um and education. Purview has a real good education program as well. I know a lot of people who have received their education at other colleges and then for grad school, they have come to Prairie View and received their master's in education at Prairie View, you know, uh, as well as undergrad too, you know, so it's a lot of, it's a lot of good that's coming out of, of the black college, man, and the class sizes are not big, you know, you can, pardon me, you can see your professor you don't have to see a graduate assistant you can actually talk to your professor and like live in your professor's office you feel me like it's real like you can talk to your deans the dean of your departments at this school because by not having huge numbers 
it's still manageable to where you can you can sit down and set an appointment or you could just walk in your professor office and be like your prof was good <laughs> you know like it's real like that you know and the professors want you to see them they use that towards your grade you know at the, when i was in school because kids weren't going to school such as myself it, uh, attendance was 50 was at least 45 to 50 percent of your grade you know so come to class and at least get a d let's start out coming to class and getting a d you feel me class participation that's another 20 to 25 percent so now we went from a 50 to a 75 and we just participate. Okay. So if I come to class, raise my hand and speak to the... I can get a high grade. Okay, cool. And where that pays off in the long run is when your professor see that you are trying, if you have a D and you need a C to pass, chances are they'll give you a little extra credit to get that C. Or if you need a B to pass in your uh, major and you have a medium C or a low C, they'll give you extra credit or they'll give you an opportunity to try to get that B because they say you show effort. Once again, college is about thinking critically and problem solving. If you have a problem, what do you do? You find a way. If you have a low grade, you find a way to get a better grade. Again, it it should not have taken me going through what I went through to learn that now, but I'm glad I know it because when I go back, I now have a plan. I have a game plan, you know, I have a game plan. And when I mentor these kids that's under me, I can give them the same game plan. Now, granted, certain things is going to be changed and altered for them in their situation. Oh, well, but guess what? We have a plan. You know, don't ever go to a HBCU thinking it's gonna be easy. Because if you do, you'll get laxed. Now you probably say, "Well, Sean, you just said college was easy." Yeah, it is, but don't go there thinking it's easy, because you gotta get that experience first. You gotta see how you can maneuver through your classes, how you deal with your professor. Some professors, hey yo, some professors are not go like you for whatever reason. That's what make it hard, you know, because some professors don't like you. You're not gonna like some professors, but guess what? Suck it up, buttercup, and keep pushing. That professor that might not like you, it might you might think he don't like you, or she might not like you. That might be their way of saying, I see a, I see potential in you. You came through here thinking that you was just because you was the valedictorian of your class, you thought you was high, you was high cotton. But I had to show you that you can't walk through life every day like this. Yo. You can make anything. We can make any situation easy, or we can make any situation that can be, that's built for us. So, with that being said, go into college with an open mind. 
expect to graduate. When you expect to graduate and your goal is to graduate, you, my friend, will, will, will graduate. You might not start off at the college that you started out at. You might start off over here, but end up over there for whatever reason. <laughs> but you got to be ready for that. You got to be prepared for that. You know, so this th there will be a segment break. And y'all, you know, you get to sit here and listen to another ad about another one of my companies. Just enjoy. They'll have some nice music in the background. You know, drop your ash on your uh, cigar, take a sip, or cut somebody out in traffic. But we'll be right back in a second. Perhaps you're in the market for a suit, a nice shirt, maybe a pair of slacks, need alterations. We have concierge tailoring at the gentleman's closet. The gentleman's closet specializes in men's suiting as well as accessories and every other need that will go into a gentleman's closet. Concierge, concierge tailoring is yours free of charge. If you come in, get measured by our associates and allow us to make you a suit that's fit just for you. It's not bespoke. But it is fine tailoring over at the gentleman's closet coming very, very soon to a city near you. Again, that is the gentleman's closet, the definition of sophistication. Yo. We're back. And we are back. So, I'm pretty sure y'all say, all right, man, you talked about the, the academics, you know. You talked about the, you know, the good stuff, man. What about the college life? Y'all want to hear about that college life? I say, do you want to hear about the college life? Well, let's get to it. Campus life at a HBCU. Oh, my friend. Oh, uh, <laughs> my friend. Uh, it may not be what you think it is. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Now, when I was in school, my first semester, when they say Prairie View was a part of school, nephew. Prairie View was a part of school. <laughs> I ain't tell my mama that. You know, she, you know, of course she heard about it, you know. See, she, my mama wasn't a party person. But, you know, it is what it is. It was what it was. Bruh. We had... We started partying legit on Wednesday. Okay? We had wet Wednesday. We had thirsty Thursday. Friday we party. Saturday we party. And on Sunday, sometimes we would party or we would recover. Either one, right? So, partying at an HBCU. Looking back, I shouldn't have done what I'd done my freshman year. When they say where the party at, we was there. 
I knew he wasn't even better than that. We had certain DJs. We had DJ No Table. Shout out O Rock O Rock. Old school alpha dude. You feel me? We had O Rock, but he was he wasn't old school then. I think O Rock might have been either finishing up grade or might have been start. I mean, finishing up undergrad or starting grade when I was there. DJ No Tables. You feel me? We had O Rock and we had DJ Mr. Rogers. Boy, on Friday and Saturday, if Rogers was at, if Rogers was DJing, you was at that party. You heard me? If Rogers was at, if Rogers was, if DJ Mr. Rogers was DJing, you was at that boy party. You heard me? And it was lit. You hear me? I mean, it was stupid. You heard me? Bruh, bruh. We went to school a week before because you got to move into your apartments. We didn't have, we don't have dorms like a floor got abused, a bathroom. Yeah, no, we don't have it. We had like economy hotel style uh, living for the freshmen. We had apartments for the upperclassmen. Did, did. Bruh, bruh. I moved in on a Sunday. Monday, we had pound account. Well, we had pound account by all week. But Monday, they did all what they did. I was at summer school, so I really wasn't feeling what they had going on. One, oh, and at Prairie View, we had what we call pals. Uh, Panther advisory leaders or something like that. But whatever it is, it's pals. They, they be too lit, though, bruh. These people woke us up. I got a cuff now. These motherfuckers woke us up at five, six in the morning, bro. I just got finished with summer school, man. I ain't trying to wake up at six in the morning for nothing, you heard me? But anywho, so go through that. Go through Panther Camp Monday, boom. Go through Panther Camp Tuesday, boom. Wednesday, I'm I'm over it. Facts, I'm over it. We got we got the PV shuffle. I did not learn my PV shuffle. I don't care about my PV shuffle. I watch y'all do y'all. Yo man, have fun. Boys be going, but man, my shuffle. I don't really care. I ain't care about the shuffle. You feel me? So I say I built that up. Wednesday. Wednesday before you heard me. Before school started, we got a party. The turn up was epic. You hear me? The turn up was epic. Kick. You did. Mind you, we in the country. We are not in the city. We do not have clubs. We would let me say this. We did not have clubs. So we made do with what we did. We had the Wilder County, no, the Prairie View Community Center. We had a community center party. Boy, when I tell you that was the that was the dopest party I went to, so I thought. Welcome back party. Turn the turn up was real. Boom, we had a house party with Wednesday. Boom, that was lit. Thirsty Thursday. Boom, that was lit. Friday community center party. Ridiculous, you know man. So my old head. Shout out Mr. Neal. Shout out Ronnie D. You know Uh. Yeah, so they was both signals. You know what I'm saying? Old heads, uh, shout out Mr. Gray, old school Alpha and uh, Mason, you heard me? Them boys bought us through. You did. 
These boys told they were like, man, y'all talking about party, man. Just wait till a first baby don't party. That thing gonna be crazy. Like, huh? Boom. Baby Dome is our basketball arena. It looked like the, you know what I'm saying? It got a dome on it. We call it the Baby Dome because Houston right up the street. Baby Dome. Boom. So we have Baby Dome party. Baby Dome party was after the 12th class day. Because after the 12th class day, man, hey, if, if your fees paid, you you go finish college. If not, you got to go home. That's when all the activities start after the 12th class day. Community center party, retarded. Next week, Labor the first week of school. Another another wet Wednesday. That's a house party. Another Thursday, Thursday house party. Boom. That Friday, boy, we had a pajama party at the uh at the at the community center. Bro, bro, when I tell you that 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 uh pajama party was retarded. You know how Gates say, man, I'm big tauted. Boy, that that bro, bro, that that. That party was big tall to Jeremy. That really hit me to the game. Now that, really, now, that really introduced me to the Greek life as well. Talk about Greek life soon. That introduced me to the Greek life. So, old heads that told us, when y'all see them fresh stepping, don't try to walk through their line because like, something could happen to you. Well, I knew that in the band. You couldn't, you, you break our ranks, we going. You know, that was after the infamous Southern and Prairie View fight. Band fight. Somebody, you know, Southern broke the uh, Prairie View ranks. They brawl. Boom. We at the, uh, I'm at the party. I see one of my bros from Port Arthur. Me, I holler at him. I'm headed out. I'm finna walk back to the dawn, to my room. And I turn my head, because this was a Kappa party. Man, these boys played the, uh, they played the flashlight. And one of these boys by zoo kick one of my homeboys. Bro, I thought I was finna have to fight at that party, man. You heard me? I thought we was finna have to go. Dude come around, uh, zoo kicking, and he pushed my bro. He pushed big brother. He pushed that boy. He turned around and said, nigga, what? And when he turned... Oh boy, Fred brother was like, nah, man, my bad, bro. So that 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 did quick. Did it that situation quick. After 12 class day, that first Friday after 12 class day was my first baby down party. And bro, bro, when I say that party was up there, everybody was there. It was lit. Everybody on the dance floor. I was even dancing. Everybody on the dance floor. The turn up was real, bro. Like, it was lit. Then, I got introduced to Alumni Hall. Now, mind you, I was there for summer school, so I knew about alumni, right? Bro, one Wednesday, I come out when we always made it a point. Me and my bro, me, Gunners, uh, uh, VA, Jo, uh, uh, Tony, Tony James, man. We all we made it a point to hit the alumni about eleven. You know, had to hit that John eleven. Had to get there early, and we would go upstairs and eat. Plus, they had the KFC downstairs. You feel me? Man, we at the you feel me? We at we upstairs, man. We go upstairs. We cooling, bro. We calm down. 
We come down to a whole party. What? Bruh, bruh, listen. That O-Rock, you know what I'm saying, DJing. Bro, we walk out to that thing, and it's a whole party outside, dog. Like, yo, because in front of Alumni Hall, that's where all the Greeks were. They had all their tree. They decorate their trees and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? That's where they all hang out and whatever the case may be. Bro, we supposed to be in class. Oh, people supposed to be in class at 11. I mean, at 12, 1 o'clock. Bro, we outside, man. It got to a point where, nigga, we'll see our professors out there cooling. Like, Rilado, like, this how it was. Like, it was like that. You feel me? So, <laughs> when they say people, my first when they say people was a part of school, people was a part of school, right? My first homecoming. My first homecoming, it was cool, but it was short-lived. Right? Another thing, before I go any further... I gotta send a, I gotta pay my respect to a young lady. Bethany Norwood. This sticks with me. Right. Bethany was a cheerleader, if I remember correctly, at Prairie View. And the uh the, the cheer team was in uh was in the uh in the mural building and in the mural gym. And they were practicing before the coaches got there or whatever. And I think they were doing their tumbling. And I believe they were uh, throwing the girls up and catching them and whatnot. And I believe, now don't hold me to this because I don't want to mess it up. You know what I'm saying? But I believe either they tossed her up. And when they tried to catch her, they slipped. She slipped and she fell on her neck. Or she was tumbling. And when she tumbled... She tumbled and fell on her neck and broke her neck. And that kind of messed with me. I didn't know Bethany, but the situation, you feel me? Because we were always going to in the mirror building. And we were always, like, when we'd be in there, you know, I'm watching the homies play pickup. I'm watching the homies play pickup. We would see the cheerleaders, um, you know, they, uh, perform, uh, practicing. And I got to pay respect, you know what I'm saying? I got to show my respect, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to Bethany, man, because that was crazy. Bethany had gone through a, a, a battery of tests, and, you know, she was in a wheelchair. Baby girl had graduated, you know, and a little while after her graduation, she had gone through a last her, one of her final tests because she was trying to walk again because she was paralyzed. And uh, something I don't I don't know if she just didn't make it or something went wrong during the test. But Bethany ended up passing. And from time to time, I believe she passed in 2011 uh, or around that time. And from time to time, and I go on her Facebook and just look at her pictures, man, and see, you know, how it affected her mother, her mother and her father. But it really affected her mother, man. But uh, uh, rest in peace, man, Bethany, man, for real, because that was crazy. And also, man, rest in peace to the uh, track team. Because um, coming back from a track beat, I want to say Preview's track team, man, they went in vans, and the van had had a they had had a wreck, and I believe most of them, not all the track team, had died, you know, and that <clears throat> that it really shook the, the campus as well, and um, that's that's just how they go, man, and that that also speaks to the family aspect of Preview, you know, because we were such a small school 
you know, stuff like that. It though I didn't know you, I still felt that, you know, though we didn't know what was going on, because it happened while we was in school or it happened to somebody who our close friends went to school with or class when they knew them, you know, that 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 affected you know, that affected everybody. You feel me? So, you know what I'm saying? I pay my respects to all them, you know, uh shout out to the little homie Timmy. Timmy was supposed to Timmy went to Townview. And uh, Timmy was going watching the band, and um, Timmy was from Dallas. Timmy was coming back from Dallas to go um, to go back to school. And Timmy died on a uh, died in a car wreck on um, on Highway Six, headed back home to Purview, man, from Dallas. So now I knew Timmy. You know, me and Timmy kicked together. You feel me? And 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 that one kind of. That one kind of affected us too, but you know, uh, enough with that side, boy, man. You know, you gotta always show respect to the Fallen Panthers, bro, cause, cause that was, you know, that's that's major losses in the world. You feel me? Cause these are young people. You know what I'm saying? All these folks that I'm talking about were under the age of 25. You know, and 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 that, you know, maybe Bethany was slightly older, but I think she was still under 25. You know, but. That 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 really you know that all that that really affect us affect us you know because it, it's tough you feel me but the college life man campus life was always beautiful you know you have you have your different orgs you know you have your pals you have your uh, 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 your SGAs you had your Greeks um, you have your individual department organizations you know. Um, all that stuff matter, you know. All that matter. Now, since I've been gone, there are so many more organizations on campus. Um, and to see these young people getting in the community and really, you know, trying to mentor other students or mentor these kids or, you know, stuff like that. That that means something, you know. Uh, back even when I was in school, they was trying to get people to vote. One thing about Prairie View, they really, really, really pushed voting, you know. Um, it was one time they was registering to vote, I think when Bush was in office. And they were like, yo, like we would have, when I say we had parties for everything, that was a canned good party. If you had canned goods, you got a party for free. And if you registered the vote, I remember I registered the vote in Wilder County, and I never, I never even got my dad on registration card. But they was like, "Yo, if you registered the vote, you get a party free." Well, I registered the vote just so I can get a party free. Like that's how I, like, I was about that life. You feel me? Like don't don't judge me, homie. You know, at least I registered. I didn't vote, but I registered the vote. So shut up. <laughs> but they, you know, campus life was more than the parties. You know, campus life was going into the alumni hall. And, you know, being with the homies and you see a nice looking young lady or a group of the young women and it's like, yo, can we sit with y'all? It's full. Yeah, y'all come sit with us. We pull a table together and we got homegirls we cool with just off the strength of, you know, being social. You know, like, that's how it was at Prairie View, bro. Like, all this, like, when I hear, when I see on Twitter, the, the the young ladies like yeah dudes just sit there and stare at us. What? Man, we 
in the long, we in, man, even when it was MSC, bro, I sit in the front of MSC. I had my same table I, I had for three years. I walk up in there, and if it's full, you know, and you see a young lady, yo, you mind if I sit with you? Sure. And y'all just strike up conversation. You know, it was like that. Are you around campus and you see a young lady walking by herself? Hey, excuse me, you mind if I walk you to your next building? She go say yes or she go say no. That was campus life. You feel me? You after every four o'clock, you know, you go to you go to dinner at four and you see somebody out there, you see people on the yard, you just go in the yard and chill, sit by the fountain. Know what I'm saying? Sit by the fountain and be cool and just talk about life and get to know people. Like campus life for me, I guess because I'm social, campus life for me was was dope. You feel me? And it was more than just, oh, let me get my mama number and I'm gonna try to to to, to smash on her later. Nah, man. It was really about knowing people and networking. I learned how to network from that. I can talk to anybody today because I got my my start. At, on, on, on the campus You feel me And this cigar was wonderful And The Greek life Oh man I'm finna tell y'all about the Greek life <laughs> Give me a second I'm gonna tell you all about the Greek life You feel me How all this correlates with each other In about uh, 5 seconds Yeah man Come back Listen I ain't no cow. The hooligans coming. Like, reliable. When they come, do not be surprised because we gonna take your campus by storm. Every HBCU look at cause the hooligans coming. It's K the hooligans, that is, you heard me. What's up? I let your boy, I'm talking And we are back for the last part of the sex for the last segment of the day, man. And it is Greek life, baby. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. Greek life on the HBCU is cool. If you into it, now everybody not into it, right? Um, am I now? You might be asking a question, Sean. Are you you talking about Greek? Like, oh, are you Greek? No, I am not Greek. But. I wanted to pledge and I'm still gonna pledge. Okay. Um what what Greek you pledge? I'm not telling you enough for somebody to be on the uh, the organization I want. You feel me? Y'all listen and try to use that against me in a court of law. You ain't gonna get that out of me, you But anywho <laughs> Greek life. Greek life when I was on New York was dope. Um it was cool. Of course I say everything was dope. Everything was not dope. <laughs> Trust me. But the Greek life was, um, if that's something that you're into, it, it can be fun. You know, you should not let it consume your life one way or another. What do I mean by that? Ladies, don't go chasing cows. Men, don't go chasing AKAs. If y'all want to pledge these organizations, let them know. Don't be out there with it, because they will use that against you. I knew a chick, unless she was there for class, even though I don't think she was, she wanted to pledge cake. 
The K's turned her down. So she went and pledged Delta. That's funny. And I'm going to leave that at that. Greek Life at Prairie View was... It was a spectacle. It was a sight to see. And... If y'all hear a noise, that's me sharpening this knife. But anyway. Greek Life at PV was... The sight to see was being able to see all these all these uh, individuals stepping and strutting and strolling. And, you know, either you wanted to be a part of it or you didn't like them for whatever reason. Um, it is definitely a popularity contest to a certain degree. But don't ever overthink that. Don't don't ever like um, let that discourage you. If you if there's an org that you want to pledge, please pledge it. And also know this: there are several different type of organizations, right? There's the um, the Pan uh, organization, the National Pan Hellenic organizations. That's your Divine Nine, your Alphas, AKAs, uh, Kappas. Um, Omegas, Deltas, Sigmas, Zetas, Sigma Gamma Rose, and Iotas, right? Then there are the non-Greek organizations, um, like the, like KK Psy, uh, Tau Beta Sigma, that's the National Music, uh, Band Fraternities, uh, Sanfonia, Phi Mu Alpha, that is the music organizations. Then you have, like, uh, A5Q, you have... Gamma Sigma Sigma. I love Gamma Sigs. Okay. I love Gamma Sigs. Shout out all the prayer uh Gamma Sigs at PV. Man, I love y'all. Y'all beautiful. Um there are uh, service organizations. A lot of those are service organizations. Um who have really good uh who 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 really, really are looking to service the community. Um there are there have been noise that have popped up since I've been gone. Um, there are they there are uh, 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 Mexican uh, Hispanic fraternities and sororities as well. Um, I can't remember the names of them because one I know for a fact was uh, there when I left or was uh, organ or were forming as I left. Um, there are other organizations such as the Sigma Romeos. Uh, there's a um, there's one called the Wisconsin Sleepers. I don't know if the Sleepers were are still active at Prairie View. Uh, there's uh, G5G, and not the one on school days, but actually Groove I Groove. Uh, I think there was one called Wine Fine Wine or something like that. Yo, these people are crazy. Um, then there are other organizations that are like little sisters or whatever. Like you have the uh, Omega Pearls, you have uh, KKI. That's like the Capital Sisters. You have um, uh, Alpha Angels that are looked down upon by some AKAs. Um, you got to know what org fits you. You know. Um, there are also organizations within your uh, degree fields. Um, learn, learn the organizations. Be observant. Your first year, be observant. You know, see, see what fits you. Every organization don't fit everybody. You know, like 
certain orgs that I've seen, you know, I, I, I never ever thought, I never considered being a part of because they didn't suit me. You know, um, others, I mean, yeah, man, some of these are just a no-go, <laughs> you know, but see what suits you. My old, our old heads, I'll never forget, man, Mr. Neal. Mr. Neal said, listen, I hear y'all talking about pledging. Yo, you got to do your research, man. Learn your history. Learn your, cha learn, your learn your national history and your chapter history. When you look at these gentlemen, because we were in all male building. He said, man, when y'all look at these, if y'all can look at these gentlemen and call them y'all brother, you good. If you see how these cats operate and you can't call them your brother, because he say for the rest of your life, these will be your fraternal brothers. And if you can't call them your brother, you should not pledge that organization. And that stuck with me. You know, that really did stick with me, man, because there are people, hey, France practice uh, unethical practices as well. There are some things that these organizations put you through or make you do that or, or, or you see or you hear that might make you turn your head to them. You know, if they don't, if that doesn't fit your personality, if that, if, if, if that will jeopardize your manhood or your womanhood, man, look elsewhere. You know, look elsewhere. Talk to people. Speak to them. That's a biz. That also could be considered a business move as well. You know, many organizations, many friends and sororities, they really do have good connections. <laughs> Seriously. Some of them have worked in my benefit because, I'm not Greek, my mother was in a sorority. So because my mother was in a sorority, people looked out for me because my mother was in that said sorority. And I didn't even have to say nothing. They already knew. Thank God I was in a small town. Right? Every organization, most organizations are not just strictly about having a party. There is service with these organizations. You do have to service the community, man. You do have to get your um your uh volunteer hours up. You do have to get your community service hours up. And you have to maintain it. So don't look at a, a, a organization because they have great parties or you like their colors. No, see what these organizations are about. Talk to these presidents. Learn these people. See if these are individuals that you would like to call your fraternal family member in the end. That matters. It really, really does matter. You know? So, man, listen. Truth be told, I'm about really... I'm about ready to get up out of here, man. I probably kept y'all long enough. I hope y'all not in traffic cussing, you know, because uh, my cousin told me she listened to this whole thing in traffic, man. My first one was like an hour and a half. She listened to the whole thing. She said in traffic. You feel me? But I want y'all to be mindful about the historically black institution and not just one thing that I want everyone to know about all of this is do your homework. Most of you all that's listening to my part, we are older. We may be, we may have graduated undergrad. We may be looking to go back, right? You may be looking for a grad school. Same deal goes for you. 
Some of you might be looking for a grad chapter or grad organization to pledge. Always do your homework. Do your research. You may have kids. You know, you may have gone to a PWI and, you know, you may want your children to experience the uh, black college life. Or they may want to experience the black. Do your homework. Don't just say because it's a black school, I don't want my kids around all these black people. I don't want to be around all these black people and then go get done. It's not the case with every school. You know, it's not the case with every institution. You know, maybe maybe you can come in and help to change the situation that's going on. You know, maybe you might want a job and work there. You know, maybe you may want to volunteer on some of these college campuses and reach out to the, the current students. You know, do your homework, man. Do your homework. Go to a HBCU homecoming. I'm going to talk about that in another episode. You know? I might do two episodes this week. I'm off tomorrow, too, so I might record something tomorrow also. But for real, man, I am. I am Mr. Real Life. I am Gentleman Award, man. I'm glad y'all listen to me, man. I appreciate all my listeners. You feel me? I appreciate each and every one of y'all. If y'all can, share this podcast on all my social media platforms. Share this podcast. Streamline people. If y'all have questions, reach me. Hit me, Mr. Real Live on Twitter. M-R-E-A-L-L-I-V-E on Twitter. On Instagram, M-R-R-E-A-L-L-I-V-E as well as Instagram. I mean, I'm sorry, as well as Snapchat. Uh... Sean Real Live on Facebook. If you need to email me questions or you have concerns or you just want to tell me you like it or don't like it, you know, email me at Mr. Real Live at gmail.com. M R R E A L L I V E at gmail.com. You know, um, I will have an email for the podcast pretty soon, so bear with me on that one. But, like, man, again, I appreciate y'all, man. Every Wednesday. Six o'clock Central Standard. I mean, I'm sorry, five o'clock Central Standard Time. I'm releasing a uh, show, and I might have said four before, and if I did, my bad. It's four. You know, as usual, smoke good cigars, consume fine wine, fine alcoholic beverages, but do it responsibly. Eat healthy, limit the meat, and live a wonderful life, man. This is my time. I appreciate y'all. And we are it. Relato. Like I always tell you all, man, I greatly appreciate y'all. From the Spotify listeners to the Apple Music listeners, the, the, the Google Play listeners, you know, Slacker, I appreciate y'all. You feel me? I love being able to, you know, speak to you all and, you know, give y'all a piece of my life, you know, or or give a bit of information or a bit of advice or a bit of knowledge or, you know, whatever the case may be. I take this podcast seriously, man. I love this right here, you feel me? So sometimes I may sound, you know, sometimes I may sound country. Sometimes I might sound sophisticated. Sometimes I might be silly. You know, whatever the case. But just know, man, I love this here, man. And I appreciate everybody that listens. You know, content will come more frequently. Um, I will be more consistent. And 
the social media handles will be available soon. You know, right now, I have the Twitter handle at Real Life Podcast on Twitter. The Instagram is coming as well. Um, but yeah, man, I appreciate y'all, man. Keep listening. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Like, share, you know, whatever the case may be, man. And to business owners, if you're a small business and you have and you don't have the biggest advertising budget, hit me up. I'm willing to work with small businesses. I'm willing to work with up and coming businesses. I am one, as you all hear in a lot of my podcasts, I am one. I'm looking to help any business. You feel me? Anybody that's looking to come up, anybody that's looking to gain notoriety, get different ears, get a different demographic, you know, get different feedback, I'm here for that. You know, let's talk business, let's talk numbers, let's talk money. You help my numbers go up, I'm going to help your numbers go up. You get me right, I'm going to get you right. That's just how it go, you know. So, with all that being said, man, once again, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. Keep listening. If y'all have any questions, y'all have any topic ideas, email me at MrRealLive at gmail.com. M-R-R-E-A-L-L-I-V-E at gmail.com. Or you can add me on Twitter at Real Life Podcast and send all your questions in my mentions or in my DMs. You feel me? I appreciate y'all. Let's build this thing. Let's actually build this thing to the penthouse. Coming to the penthouse. Enjoy yourself. Relato.